1: The Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight. With your host, Robert Anderson, he, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Hello
0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inner Sight. Today's show is on identity, that's our topic for for today, is identity. And we want to explore who you are, who we are, and I think a lot of times people establish a self-definition and they feel very comfortable in the idea of who they are. But I think if we keep an open mind and if we are flexible, we'll find that there are many, many endless layers of self that if we're courageous enough, we can explore them. And probably the most noble definition of identity has a lot to do with expanding our concept of self to other human beings. Some of the most enlightened people who ever lived saw not only their separateness as being um, a definition of self, but they often expanded their consciousness to include all of humanity. And from that, there was generated a lot of love towards other people because they saw all people as an extension of themselves, of their own identity. Each one of us, in due process of evolution, forms part of a greater life. Yet though we are merged with the whole, we do not lose our identity, but forever remain separate separated units of consciousness, though one with all that lives or is. Of one thing we can be sure, and that is that identity ever remains. And that thought is from Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of Lucis Trust, and she's the author of 24 books. And the essence of most of what we talk about on this show comes from the writings of Alice ba- Bailey. So to explore identity further, how does one develop an identity? And uh, that is, develop an identity without developing a big ego at the same time.
1: Well, it uh, is done through um, uh, usually the hard knock school of life. I think most people are uh, familiar with the um, both the sense of inferiority and superiority that can uh, plague the uh, development of a healthy sense of identity. Uh, there are times when uh, one might find oneself denigrating oneself uh, downplaying one's essential divinity, feeling less worthy than other people, and there are other times probably most people are familiar with when there's an over inflated sense of one's self importance and uh, life has a way of uh, trimming one's sails when one gets into that condition. It usually doesn't last too long but the the writings of Alice Bailey have an interesting uh take on identity that it is a healthy sense of identity is is um, merged with a concept of humility, true humility. Humility for a lot of people might bring to mind a character like Uriah Heep in uh, the book David Copperfield by Charles Dickens, but that's not humility, at least not in the sense that Alice Bailey uh, posed that quality. She said that there is no true humility without knowledge of the self. And she also said that true humility is based on an adjusted sense of right proportion. An adjusted sense of right proportion. What that means to me is that one has a sense of one's identity, of who one is, but at the same time sees oneself in the context of society and humanity as a whole and whatever group or groups one feels affiliated with. So there is the the uniqueness and the preciousness of the individual identity, but at the same time an awareness that one belongs to and is part of a larger whole. That's humility, and that is a a sense of identity that does not bring with it a big eagle in the traditional sense. Mm -hmm.
0: Self, well, who is self, really, when we think about Self, and I, I think you're right about that. What you said, Sarah, and that is that uh, it's very difficult to to love other people and to understand humanity in general if we don't have a concept of self. And so mm-hmm. I think that throughout life we should always explore the concept of self. And it's uh, it's sad to see people, and it, and it really refers. It really is is really what a lot of people are about. They get to a certain stage of their lives and their personality gels, and it's almost yes. as as though they feel secure in a very solid self-definition of who they are. And that's wrong, because the self, as, uh, as implied in uh, the writings of, Endless be- of Alice Bailey, it has a lot of depth to it, and we can continue to explore that depth. And I think it takes a lot of courage also to reach deep within ourselves and to continue to be open-minded as to who we are.
1: Well, there's also the fact that I think a lot of people just give up. It may not be that they are content with themselves, but they just uh, seem to lose the energy to keep changing and growing, and that's really what uh, lies behind the development of a, a healthy identity. It has to be constantly expanding and elevating itself. Uh, I think I've mentioned um, before a comment made by a very old lady in a program I saw about the very elderly and why they manage to live so long, the people Mm. that make it to say 100. And this woman said, every day I try to be a better person. (laughs) And that really uh, touched me. She was 102. And if at 102 you're still trying to be a better person, well, then surely those of us who haven't reached quite that point in life can keep trying. So you can't give up. You can't stop trying to develop and refine your character and gain a deeper sense not only of your own identity, but of the the identity that all people are struggling to define and express. If you're going through the struggle, so is everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll say one thing uh, for certain, and that is if people uh, take up the challenge of reading the Alice Bailey books, one thing will happen. You'll be challenged as far as who you you are, what your identity Mm -hmm. is, because I found that to be true. As I explore the 24 volumes of Alice Bailey, uh, I'm constantly uh, being challenged as far as uh, my identity, uh, what humanity is all about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I must say that a lot of the... Uh, A lot of the ideas uh, are thought-provoking, and it's the type of thing where you have to put down the book sometimes and really ponder on a particular idea of what uh, self is all about, as presented by
2: Alice Bailey. I think um, part of the problem is that uh, our our sense of self gets so distracted by um, external things that are all around us, we we um, look at ourselves and we try to define ourselves by our, how much money we have, or the number of degrees of college degrees that we have, or by our car, or our house, or all these mm-hmm. material things, or our job or our profession, and uh, or particularly our ethnic background, and uh, all of these things are on the surface; they're on the out they're outside of the self. And they're really distractions. They really um, um, force us to to, um, to look in the wrong direction.
1: Yeah. And
2: I think we should be looking more inward towards the real self for well, that sense of identity.
1: Isn't what you're talking about the tendency that people have to, defi- de- to define their, their identity in terms of what they are not? In other words, to distinguish themselves from others Uh, to say, I am uh, uh, a doctor or I am uh, a wealthy person or I am uh, um, a democrat uh, or whatever. You're distinguishing yourself from others, and that's why uh, they um, uh, have such a narrow sense of identity. If you approach it from the opposite end of the spectrum and you try to define your identity in terms of what you have in common with all selves, it's quite a different uh, approach. You find yourself taking. You're working toward the center of life that way, rather than going out to the periphery, like uh, like you say.
2: Yes, and I think that's the direction one should take because it's it's there that you begin to realize uh, the the oneness, the sense of mm-hmm. oneness, and that's the the one key. This self, this ability to identify. I think, is, is the key because it is the one constant <clears throat> that is common with everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, not everyone is the same uh, on on the surface, but uh, <clears throat> within us there is that constant. And that's what enables us to identify with each other, I think, this, this sense of identity that we have of ourselves.
0: One of the most noble missions that all of us should be on is our search for self. Who are we and what is our relationship to the universe? What is our relationship to God? And I think it's one of the most noble missions that each individual can be on. on. But I think both of you are right. There are many things that occur in in our lives that hide our search for identity, uh, defining ourselves as our profession, and this is why a lot of people get so upset when they're no longer involved in their profession because they feel like they've lost their uh, their false sense of identity, that mm-hmm. they've constantly intertwined with their definition of uh, of self. And then even the idea of I am my body, uh, well, you speak to someone who's had the misfortune of losing a limb, and, and you speak to them and they've discovered that they are still themselves, even though they've lost their limb. And one can also say, well, I'm my thoughts, but then we can change our thoughts. We can also change our beliefs. And so what we find is our search for self is really something very deep, and we have to really meet the challenge and be very open-minded and explore what self is. So there are so many things that hide our identity. Is there anything else you can think of that maybe does hide our identity? Because if we're going to search for who we are, we have to see if we can have all these ideas disappear about our full sense of identity.
1: Well, I think it has to do with what we identify with. In other words, what we link our identity to. Like you say, some people identify so strongly with the body that they can't imagine being anything but the physical being with all that mm-hmm. goes with that, uh, race, sex, uh, appearance, and so on. But if we identify with, say, values, uh, character traits, um, with intelligence, with uh, spirituality—that's a bit more um, uh, abstract—a sense of self—and it's also taking one away from the the outer objectified expression of mm-hmm. self and uh, leading one to an inner uh, appreciation of the psychology uh, that it, that makes up the self. Uh, it's all a matter of where we. We place our our sense of affinity, I think. If we say, I am a child of God, that's who I am, that is myself, I am a Mm -hmm. creation of God, then I think we have a doorway into understanding self as uh, the very very, uh, reality that relates us to all other selves. And yet, people who hear the word self probably immediately think of a separated individual. This is what's so mysterious about mm-hmm. this whole concept. The, this opening quote you you uh, uh, mentioned by Alice Bailey, that though we are merged with the whole, we do not lose our identity, but forever remain separated units of consciousness, though one with all that lives or is. How can that be? That's a profound mystery, and yet something in me says that is absolutely true, that we never give up that sense of of being, but that it expands and becomes more and more inclusive until it gradually, uh, in time, includes the whole.
2: I think that's part of the key, too, that uh, it, it's, the, as I said earlier, I think it's the one constant that re- ever remains and um, um, it's always uh, in the process of expanding, and, and that's what we, we should allow it to do. And if we um, identify with, let's say, our personality and we, we are stuck there, mm. then there will never be any growth or any expansion of, uh, of that uh, unit of consciousness. And even though the unit of consciousness may be a separate unit, yeah, because it is of the soul. The soul is group conscious, and therefore, it is one with everything else.
1: That's one of the great values of uh, crises for people: that it jars their sense of identity into a larger, higher realm. Who they thought they were is challenged when they are in a crisis, and sometimes they discover new aspects of their of their nature. New New talents and uh, strengths that they never knew were there before.
2: We can, I. I went to the dictionary and looked up identity. Oh yes. And uh, <coughs> it, it says here? it right there. It says <laughs> sameness of essential character, uh, same or self sameness or oneness. So I mean, even Webster un- understands <laughs> the uh, mm. the true meaning. Yeah, of and most identity. enlightened
0: beings that humanity has ever produced: Christ, Buddha. And I might say Krishna Krishnamurti also, and several others, they all look upon themselves as being part of humanity, and, the, and humanity is an extension of themselves, one and the same. And this is probably why they feel such a great love and caring about all of humanity. They see the rest of humanity as an extension of themselves, and according to modern-day science, and indeed it is. Uh, we're doing a show on identity. We're exploring the self, and for those people who just tuned in, we're Uh, We're speaking with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Luce's Trust. And if you'd like to stay tuned, we certainly welcome you to uh, search, to use our show as a way that you can perhaps search for self. And the writings of Alice Bailey have a lot of material, a lot of literature having to do with the self, who we are, what is our relationship to the universe, and you'll be thinking quite a bit if you explore her ideas. There's 24 volumes, so if you really sit down and read all of them, you're going to be busy for a long time. I think you'll find them interesting. I think that will cause you to expand your definition of self. And if you want to order our books, cassette tapes of the radio shows, or, well, any of our books for that matter. And and by the way, uh, uh, today we're giving away a gift to you, and we're very happy to do so. We're giving away The Science of Meditation, and it's a very interesting booklet. A lot of people have uh, reported being healed through meditation. They reach new levels of self, and and of course it's another topic, but I even think through meditation we can understand more about ourselves. There's probably nothing more relaxing or anything that can make you grow more or expand more as a human being than uh, being involved in deep meditation. And so we're very happy to give this book to you. Just by calling us up, you can order that book. It's called The Science of Meditation. Give us a call at 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Uh, think of New York LUCIS, 1-866-NY-LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S, or if you prefer, 1-8-6, excuse me, 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. Our website is www.lucistrust.org. Our email is newyorkatlucistrust.org. And I just want to remind you that the work of Lucistrust, Trust, including this program, is funded entirely by voluntary donations, and so give us a call. And we'll be happy to send you out a general package of information um, do all individuals have an identity, or do groups and even nations also have a collective identity?
1: Well, individuals have an identity, but we are all part of groups that uh, also have an identity. Yes, we we identify with, uh, first off, I suppose, our nation, the nation we belong to, and we can look at the world and see the tremendous problems that nationalism, this sense of uh, Distinctiveness as a culture, as a society, uh, can cause. Certainly, it's it's normal and uh, actually uh, an enrichment of the world that nations are not all alike. That cultures and societies are different because they they contribute different values to the the world tapestry. But this sense of being special and um, privileged and uh, better than other cultures and societies is a real evil, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's the the inflated sense of self on a national level. You can look at plenty of groups uh, uh, in the world today, too, and see that they are really congealed, if you will, around uh, a concept of themselves as a group that separates them from the rest of humanity and uh, can really work as kind of a, a divisive force for the, the greater whole.
2: Yes, that reminds me of, uh, <clears throat> I wonder if it's a problem. I don't know if it's a problem that we have in this country or not, but it's what I call, and maybe other people call it the same thing, is the hyphenated American. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many of us identify, speaking of identity, we see our identity in our ethnic background, whatever that may be, I mean, whether it's Irish-American or Italian-American or African-American or Cuban-American, um, <clears throat> are we an ethnic group or are we American? And we I don't know if we've ever really um, settled that question or not And because there's still too much of a, a tendency, I think, to identify with our ethnic group, which, which tends to separate us off from other groups. And... Um, Although at other times we call ourselves Americans, so I don't know. Uh, uh, it doesn't bother me. I don't have any um, any any problem with any ethnic uh, background, as far as I'm concerned. I'm just an American. But uh, other people seem to. Um, want to put the ethnic group first.
1: Well, I suppose it's a way of whittling down one's group to a more and more refined and specific category. Even uh, identifying oneself in terms of one's uh, national um, allegiance can be limiting. When you go to the United Nations and um, are familiar with the the work done there, you, you see that uh, the different workers in the UN do not define themselves in terms of the country from which they uh, originated. They are individuals who are uh, serving the United Nations. Their identity Mm. is within the United Nations staff. And this seems to immediately put you into the role of being a citizen of the planet rather than a citizen of a particular nation. I think
0: you're correct. I think it's uh, probably enlightened to uh, look upon oneself first as a human being and perhaps then as an American or an Italian or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be because it's... uh, it's that uh, nationality, or nas- uh, look, uh, looking upon ourselves as a nationality that really causes so many problems and causes so much separateness. And uh, I think that's much more enlightened to say, first, I'm a human being.
1: Yes, that was certainly the viewpoint of Robert Mueller, who worked for, I think, 40 years with the United Nations. He came from Alsace-Lorraine at a time when that region of the world was torn between France and Germany, and his own family was divided by that um, conflict and he said for himself he defined himself as a citizen of the planet, uh, as a a member of a family and as a human being and those were the only categories that he really wanted to be affiliated with.
0: I think the only thing more enlightened than looking upon oneself as a human being is the idea that I am a life form. Perhaps that should come Mm -hmm. before I am a human being. says, I am a life form, then one has respect for the dignity of all life forms, and perhaps then say, I'm a human being.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Good
1: point.
0: Does the development of identity have anything to do with spiritual growth?
1: Well, it has everything to do with spiritual growth, and this this concept of identity or of the self is, a, is an absolutely um, vital part of developing one's spiritual consciousness. The... The sense of oneself being a unique and separated individual is an important achievement along the way, because that's, in a sense, the first step toward realization of one's God-Self. The the realization that one is an individual with an integrity, literally an integrity to one's character, one's beingness, is a, a major achievement in the development of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But one can't remain there. One has to progress beyond that to a sense of being affiliated with a group and <clears throat> with the whole. So it's the whole um, evolution of consciousness and of spirituality is really depicted in the, an ever-expanding sense of the self, as if we're, one were to drop a pebble into a lake and watch the ripples arcing out that would be a, a, a good visual image of the um, the expansion of the mm. sense of identity
2: identity is something that's it's it has to do with beingness and I mean that that's the most basic part of us and that's what comes from God that's what really uh, is the gift that we have from God as and that never changes I mean we we it said that in the keynote, and that's what's so hard maybe for people to realize that uh, there is this very core within us that just never changes. What changes is everything around us or the expansion of the awareness that uh, one undergoes with each uh, <clears throat> each moment of each life and uh, that so the expansion of consciousness is what is constantly changing, but the very core of the beingness uh, is is what is constant and what it you know remains the same. We never
1: lose that. I think this whole uh, topic is one that's very difficult to discuss because we are discussing something that is that lies ahead of most of us uh, and well ahead of us. This ability to identify with the self in all forms of life, um, we can imagine it, we can try to visualize it, but it's um, it's an achievement that's still ahead of us. And yet, I think we have to begin trying to build a, a, a an idea of what we're heading towards. And there's this concept from, maybe it's from Buddhism, this question really, is, are you a... As a human being, are you a drop of water in an ocean or are, or are you the ocean uh, expressed in the drop of water? Well, they're both the same thing, but the, the water uh, dropped into the ocean merges with the whole, and yet I suppose it retains its essential integrity. That's the, the gist, as I understand it, of this opening statement from Alice Bailey. Uh, one with all that lives and is, and yet always retaining the sense of identity.
0: It's interesting, too, because just uh, analogous to that might be the idea that uh, just as we are who we are, perhaps we are the universe, just as the water, or the drop of water, just as the whole ocean can be found in the drop of water, the whole universe can be found perhaps in the individual self. But it's up to each of us to have the courage to explore that self. What are some of the means for expanding our sense of identity and for making it more inclusive?
1: Well, certainly uh, the practice of meditation, as you mentioned in the um, the, um, booklet, The Science of Meditation, that we offer people. A regular practice of meditation inevitably expands one's sense of oneself. And many people who take up a practice of meditation find that they for a while go through a period of a bit of disorientation because they're sloughing off the husks of their former self and being exposed to a new concept of what being a human being really entails. Service is another uh, method for expanding uh, the identity because as we view our work and our interactions with others as a form of service, we enter into a, a, a capacity to identify with Others on a deeper level, and to be able to understand their their view, their their longing, their aspiration, it it opens up the quality uh, of the heart that enables one to see others in a deeper way. And uh, certainly, the the practice of spiritual study, uh, re- reading spiritual texts that appeals to one, that can also awaken and expand the sense of identity. And
0: LUCIS has an interesting offer, too, that I'd like you to take advantage of. If you order the LUCIS books from the LUCIS organization itself, uh, you'll get a 10% uh, discount if you order all 24 volumes. Of course, you can order it from, from uh, Borders or uh, Barnes & Noble, but the 10% or, uh, discount is with 1866 866 ny lucis So for all people who've uh, been with us, we I'd like to say that there is a world prayer called the Great Invocation, and it's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words.
1: From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light